Robots Radio presents... Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. We are back with another special bonus episode. Bonus episode. This is actually a very special bonus episode. The specialist of bonus episodes. (laughs) If this was a 1980s sitcom, it would be called a very special episode. Aw, Bob. It'd be be the kind of episode where Brad gets addicted to pills and we have to, you know, talk him (laughs) out of it. All right, so it's a very special episode because, for those of you who don't know, uh, my wife is going to have a baby. I'm going to be a dad times two. Uh, we already have a son who's three years old, so the second child is on the way. By the time this episode actually hits the air, I will be a dad again. Baby episode. Baby episode. So we thought we'd do something really fun. You know, uh, we're not. I'm probably not going to be able to update a, a ton after we have the baby because I don't know if you guys know this, but life with a newborn is kind of hectic and chaotic. Wait, Bob. So the special thing that we're going to do is put a poll up online, and whoever donates the most whiskey to the podcast gets naming rights. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going to do, Brad. Dude, I'm so excited for this. (laughs) No. So what we're going to do is uh, we thought that we would kind of put the call out to Film and Whiskey Nation. So we reached out to quite a few of our friends on Instagram. We put a thing up on our Discord, and we asked people to call in and leave us voicemails telling us what their special occasion whiskey might be. It could be something that you drink, you know, at the at the birth of a child. It could be something that you just pop open to celebrate a birthday or maybe a major life milestone at graduating from college or something that happens at work. We want to know what your special occasion whiskey might be. And in order to do that, we decided to pull out a special whiskey of our own. We've been in contact with a craft distiller called Penelope Whiskey. I've actually been talking to them literally since we first started doing this podcast, Brad. And we kind of went back and forth over email. I was asking them that they'd be willing to send us some samples for review. And they were like, I don't know, you guys don't seem legit to us. Do you have a, a media kit or a press kit that you can send us? And of course, being the professional that I am, Brad, I, I immediately Googled, what is a press kit? And uh, they are the reason that our podcast has any semblance of legitimacy now, because man, we put together a press kit just for them, and they were so impressed, they said, here's two bottles of whiskey. So first of all, Penelope Whiskey, thank you for making us the absolute professionals that we are today. Yeah, we would be nowhere if not for you, Penelope. If it wasn't for Penelope Whiskey. Yeah, thank you so much. But they sent us a bottle of their 80 proof, uh, their, their standard bourbon whiskey, and a bottle of their barrel strength whiskey. Now, Penelope markets itself as a four-grain whiskey. It is blended together, um, but the mash bill does include four grains, so it's not like they're lying about anything. I'm really excited to try both of these. Uh, Little does Brad know, but I've already had both of them before, and one of them in particular I am incredibly excited to try again. So as we go through our special occasion whiskeys, we're going to be sipping on this Penelope, and we'll give you guys a bit of a review as we go along. Wow, Bob sampled whiskeys before he gave it to Brad. What a surprise. What a surprise. They send them to me because I'm the only one they trust, Brad. So I think we need to start this off with probably one of our longest standing friends from Instagram, a just amazing guy named Austin. He is known as Bourboneering on Instagram. He's been friend of show for a very long time. Bob, what is Austin's go-to whiskey for special occasions? Well, Austin says that he has a bottle, a special bottle of Woodford Reserve Double Oak, but it's a very special bottle. So let's listen to what he has to say. Hey, y'all, this is Austin with Bourboneering. First off, I want to say congratulations to Bob. This is, you know, a great moment in your life, obviously, and uh, I wish you all the best. As for special occasion whiskey, there's the obvious ones like the birthday bourbon from 
old Forester that you you would buy the year of your child's birth and then either have a sip of it every year and share with them on their 21st birthday or just save it till the 20, their 21st birthday and share it with them. That's always I think that's kind of cool. Uh, although that's really hard to find. But for me, special occasion bourbon is it something that may be hard to find or maybe it's just something you really like, like a store pick that you won't be able to get anymore. Like for me, I have a Hocus Pocus do, uh, Woodford Double Oak pick, Hocus Pocus being a liquor store in Baton Rouge, but they don't make it anymore. But it's one of my favorite bourbons, so I'm saving it for a special occasion because it's a a really good bourbon that I won't be able to get again and I want to share with somebody or for a big life event. I don't think it necessarily has to be the big brand names, just something you like. Maybe that's hard to find. Maybe it's not, but you want to save it for uh, special occasions or future generations. Thanks, y'all. Bye. I thought that was some really good advice, Brad. And I don't know if Austin is aware of this, but Brad and I are both huge fans of Woodford Double Oak. Yeah, my wife got that for my birthday a few years ago, and it was a spectacular bottle. So yeah, it it does not surprise me at all that they would make it onto a special occasions list. Brad and I actually lived outside of Lexington for a number of years, and so the very first distillery I ever toured was the Woodford Reserve Distillery. And at the end of the tour, they give you a sample of, you know, just the standard Woodford Reserve and a sample of the Double Oak. And Woodford Double Oak was the bourbon that made me fall in love with bourbon. It is the reason that I started liking whiskey. And I guess, Brad, in some ways, it's the reason that we had this podcast today. Man, I honestly didn't know that story, Bob, which is crazy considering... (laughs) Considering how much whiskey we drink. (laughs) Considering all the whiskey we drink. Oh, man. All right. So let's let's go to our second one. This is from a Discord follower of ours who goes by the username Aperture Flash and... I think this is a really fun voicemail. So, Brad, let's check this one out. Hey, boys. It's your family neighborhood trucker, Aperture Flash, calling in about my go-to whiskey. Now, I know you guys have already reviewed this, and I've given you a good long rant in the Discord about it, but I got to go with Crown Royal. I know it's not necessarily the best whiskey, and it's not necessarily going to win many awards, but, you know, it's always been there. It's uh, the whiskey that you buy your father when you don't know what to get him. It's the whiskey that you drink with your friends when you're watching the hockey game. It's the whiskey that you steal from your parents' liquor cabinet and you walk down a country road with your best friend discussing matters of life and religion and what it all means. I have so many fond memories of drinking Crown Royal before I even knew how to drink. Uh, of course, it would be <laughs> it'd be five parts Coca-Cola and one part actual whiskey, but uh, these are uh, memories that help make the man. And uh, I suppose it's not fair for me to say that uh, I think your judgment of Crown Royal is wrong, but I'm going to anyways. Until you've lived the life, uh, the Crown Royal life, you can't really truly understand it. I uh, love the podcast, guys. Keep up the great work. Uh, hope to hear more from you in... And have a great 2020. All right, bye. Man, honestly, Aperture, I think that that is a perfectly acceptable reason to love on some Crown Royal. You know, for me, early on, I really loved Jack Daniels. I also really love Frank Sinatra. And so when they came out with the Jack Daniels, Frank Sinatra Select, my best friend Mike and I went out, we went in on a bottle together, and we've only opened it for a few special occasions, you know, like us getting married and a few other things. And so, yeah, is Jack Daniels the best whiskey out there? No. Is their Frank Sinatra Select the best whiskey out there? No. 
but it means something to me because I've shared it with a friend. And so I totally understand that. Well, Brad, why don't we take a break from the voicemails just for a minute and get into the first of these two Penelope bourbons. Let's go with the 80 proof first. And we've both poured them out. Brad, I want to know what you think about the nose on this Penelope bourbon. I am not picking up much. No. And and the bottle is pretty clear. This is an 80 proof bourbon. So it is as low of a proof as you can legally get to be called bourbon. I completely agree with you, Brad. There's really not a lot going on here. It's pretty light in color in the glass. Uh, You get a few classic bourbon notes, but it is very, very faint. So I don't don't know if that bodes well for this particular one. I am anxious to give it a sip and see if maybe the, the flavor makes up for what is lacking in the nose. Huh, yeah. I just took a sip of this, and there's something going on there, but I feel like it's watered down just a little bit too much for me to figure out what that is. Yeah, I agree. Like It, it, it tastes like at a higher proof, this would really have some character to it. Um, it doesn't lack flavor. I think that's kind of what I hear you saying, Brad. It, it's not like completely devoid of anything, but it tastes like a really complex, interesting whiskey got watered down to the point where it was too diluted to really stand out anymore. Yeah, honestly, I think even if you left this at like an 85 to 88 proof, I think you'd get a little bit more of the flavor. Mm-hmm. But it, it just feels like it lost that viscosity and a little bit of that flavor that you might get if it coated your mouth a little bit more. I will say, I think the finish on this is pretty nice. And that might be because it's just such a mild whiskey in general. But I'm not getting a lot of like harsh notes on it. Uh, there's not a lot of like a bad aftertaste that's staying in my mouth after the fact. So the finish is pretty pleasant. Yeah, you know, what? I'm I'm going to walk myself back a little bit. This is actually a really pleasant whiskey. And if you're looking for an easy sipper, Penelope 80 might be what you're looking for. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, is this something that you're going to want to nurse for a half hour? Probably not. But this is something that I could see myself drinking on like a really hot kind of day when, you know, I either want to get a really cold beer or a really easy sipper of a whiskey. This really does fit the bill for something like that. Yeah. You know what, Penelope? Color me impressed. I'm a fan. All right, Brad. Well, we still have one more Penelope to try. And I mean, I don't think it's any surprise. I really, really, really love the barrel proof. So I'm excited for you to try that one. But before we get into that, let's get back to our voicemails where our listeners are sharing their special occasion whiskey. And the next one comes from a longtime friend of the show, a person who has continually sent us samples to try, who has broadened our whiskey horizons. I'm talking about our friend Chris Blattner at Urban Bourbonist on Instagram, and he wants to talk about his special occasion whiskey, Old Granddad Bonded. Hey, Bob and Brad. This is Chris Blattner at Urban Bourbonist on Instagram. And I was calling to just say that uh, I love you guys. You're awesome. Even though I pretty much disagree with Brad on everything, I still love you guys. But I was calling for your your request for... um, a call about a special occasion whiskey and a whiskey that's um, very important or or played an important role in a special occasion in uh, my life. And I don't really have a special occasion whiskey, but I do have a whiskey that is important to me. And that whiskey is Old Granddad Bonded. Old Granddad Bonded is the bourbon that got me into whiskey. And because of uh, because of that, it kind of got me into this whole 
uh, world of Instagram and, and whiskey on Instagram and kind of opened me up to meeting all sorts of great people, including you guys and finding your podcast. Uh, so because of Old Granddad Bonded, I've been able to start my Instagram account and uh, meet so many like-minded people um, and just really have such a great time learning about whiskey and having great conversations with people about whiskey and not even about whiskey. Uh, so my special bourbon is Old Granddad Bonded. It will always have a place on my bar cart. Uh, just an excellent do-it-all bourbon. You can drink it neat. You can make cocktails with it. And it's just uh, will always be special to me. So thank you guys for inviting me to leave a message. And uh, Bob, I hear that you're going to be having a child. That's so awesome. Congratulations. Um, that is just a wonderful thing. So guys, uh, have a great uh, time with all of the episodes that are upcoming. I'm always listening. You guys do a great job. Take care. Cheers. I really appreciate that voicemail, Chris. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I, I, I totally understand. I mean, all of us have that whiskey that got us into drinking whiskey. And I mean, it's the same with anything. People who drink wine, you know, maybe they tried wine a few times and it didn't really stick with them until they tried one specific kind of wine. And for Chris, that that whiskey, that bourbon seems to be old granddad bonded. I've already said that mine was Woodford Double Oak. But Brad, you, you know, you kind of said that Jack Daniels played a big part in your life at a younger age when you first started getting into whiskey. But would you call that the whiskey that got you into whiskey? Honestly, I don't know. Like, Jack is something that I enjoy. It's the very first whiskey that I ever had. Uh, my brother had some with me at, at a point a long time ago, but not before the age of 21. So I don't, I honestly don't know. I think honestly, it was my time living in Kentucky that really got me into bourbon. And I guess if I had to pick one specific bourbon out that made me go, man, like whiskey could be really, really fun. It might be Eagle Rare. You know, it comes out of the <laughs> Buffalo Trace Distillery. Why are you laughing at me, Bob? Because I was going to remind you of this because I, I don't know if you remember, I came down to visit. I slept in your house and you had gotten a bottle of Woodford Double Oak and you weren't crazy about it. And I was like, let's go to the liquor store. And you and me together picked out a bottle of Eagle Rare. And I was like, man, you should try this stuff. And then that was the one that I first remember you really, really liking. Huh. Yeah, you're right, man. The moments that we've shared, Robert. And then I woke up before you the next morning and I took the bottle home with me. You son of a bitch, you're right. <laughs> I totally forgot about that story, Bob. That, yeah, man. You're totally right. Cause, and the thing is, now that you say that, I remember that I loved it, and I bought it a few more times, but I bought it every time somebody came down to visit us in Kentucky, and I usually ended up sending it home. So yeah, Eagle Rare, man. It's good stuff. Eagle Rare is one of my favorite bourbons. And Brad, I, I don't know if you've looked through our schedule, but I've actually got it on the schedule for season three. I wanted to hold off on it as long oh, as man. I could because I love it so much and I didn't want to get it out of the way too quickly. So we have Eagle Rare to look forward to in the future. But for the present moment, we actually still have a whiskey poured out in front of us, and that is the Penelope Barrel Proof. Now, this bad boy clocks in at 117.8 proof. So we had a huge jump up 
from the 80 proof. And Brad, I don't know if in the two glasses you have in front of you, if you still have any of that 80 proof left, but you can see just the difference in color between these two whiskeys. Yeah, there's really a beautiful, deep brown color to this whiskey, and I'm really excited to try it. I'm also excited to try it because it isn't offensive to the nose. You know, there's certain barrel strength bourbons that we've drank before that just blast your nostrils away. Like it singes the hairs in your nose. And I'm just, this one excites me. It doesn't seem quite as powerful as some of the other ones we've drank. Yeah, to be honest with you, this reminds me a lot of uh, the Chattanooga 111 that we had. And I think it may just be kind of being in a similar proof range, but it's also that it has this beautifully kind of matured nose to it. I do get some of those kind of creamier, cheesecakey type notes that I that I got on that Chattanooga 111. But you're totally right, Brad. It's not the ethanol that's jumping off of this. It's all those underlying kind of subtle flavors. And I really think that this might be what you were getting at when we tried the 80 proof. And you said that it had character, but it had been watered down too much. So let's take a sip. I want to see what you think of this. Oh, my God. That is good. Dude, it, I'm telling you, I'm so glad, Brad. Like, I've been waiting wow. for this one to come up. This is one of the best whiskeys we have ever had on this podcast. Wow. That is amazing, Bob. That has so much flavor. It's very complex. There's a lot going on there, but it just hits you in such a beautiful way, and it's not overpowering. Yep. yep. Wow. Yeah, man. I, I love everything about this whiskey. And and I hope the, the Penelope people, if they decided to tune into this episode, that they're still listening, because while I, I will admit that I don't care for the 80 proof, this barrel proof is legitimately probably one of the top five whiskeys that I've tried since we started this podcast. And we have tried a lot of whiskey. Brad, if you had to if you had to explain to our listeners, though, like what is it about the flavor that's standing out to you? Is it are you getting some of those notes that I got the sort of caramel cheesecake stuff or is it uh, is it something else for you? Yeah, Bob. So I'm going to compare this to the last barrel strength whiskey we had, which was the Elijah Craig. Now, I didn't like Elijah Craig, their regular stuff, but their barrel proof was spectacular. And I think that this has, it has a lighter note to it than the Elijah Craig. You know, the Elijah Craig to me was extremely viscous and it had really beautiful honey and brown sugar and, you know, those, those more bourbony notes. This one almost tastes like a barrel-strength Irish whiskey to me that has these floral notes. It's bright. Uh, it's, it's just smooth over the tongue. But it's still – I think what I'm realizing is that the higher proof you go, there's just more viscosity to it. And I love that. This is an amazing whiskey. Yeah, I'm not picking up quite as much of the floral stuff as you did. When I think floral, I think about that three-chord we had a few weeks ago. This this is a more deep kind of dark caramely just a really great classic bourbon but it doesn't have like a lot of those spicy kind of harsh notes to it. But it sounds like whatever your preferred bourbon might be, this is kind of checking all the boxes because Brad's picking up something different than I am and we both just completely fell in love with this thing. 
Yeah, heck of a job, Penelope. This is some good, good whiskey. So we want to say thank you to Penelope for sending us both of these full-size bottles of their 80-proof and their barrel-proof. If you have Penelope whiskey being sold in your state, and their distribution is limited right now, I would not hesitate to tell you to go out and buy a bottle of this barrel-proof. It will be one of the best whiskeys on your shelf, guaranteed. All right, but for now, we still have a couple more voicemails to get to. And our next one actually comes from one of the very first friends of the show, our friend Drew, who goes by at Crab Cakes and Bourbon on Instagram. Drew has a really great story to tell us about his special occasion whiskey. So let's listen in. Hey, Brad and Bob. This is Drew, Crab Cakes and Bourbon. Just wanted to congratulate Bob on the news of him and his wife expecting their child. Uh, very exciting. I'm a dad of two, and whiskey's definitely been a big part of that. I hope you guys are able to enjoy something enjoyable and, and special for this. I know um, breaking the news to my parents' whiskey was actually a, a big part of that. Uh, my dad, had years years ago, planned on a trip to Scotland. Of course, you got to get some good scotch while you're over there, so he brought back a bottle of Mortlock 15-year uh, Distillers Select Edition. You could only get it over there, and my dad was just chomping at the bit to open it up when we got back, and I just kept telling him, no, no, I'm saving this for something special, you know, really, really special occasion. So, of course, when my wife and I found out that we were expecting and just the, the joys of that, I thought the perfect way to do that would be just to stop by my parents' house kind of nonchalantly uh, like we normally do. My parents live pretty pretty close to where my wife and I are and uh, just nonchalantly pull the bottle out. And uh, my dad was the first one to kind of have that light bulb go off in his head, uh, knowing that it's got to be something pretty special for me to, to bring that bottle over, over and, and open it up. So, you know, and, and that's the last bit of that was actually finished when my wife and I found out we're expecting, we were expecting our second. So now, you know, friends and, and family have all enjoyed it and part of that. And, and everybody always talks about me, and that was the absolute best scotch I've ever had. So just, just a little story there, but um, certainly, you know, you guys have had your fair share of uh, some great pours and, you know, the excitement of, Expecting a, a kid is just awesome in multiple levels. Honestly, I think that it's it's really the dream of anyone who loves whiskey and lives in America to travel to Scotland and try some of the scotches that you can only get over there. Like, like Bob, tell me that that's not something that we would hope to do together as the Film and Whiskey podcast at some point. Oh, absolutely, Brad. And I mean, it goes both ways, too. I mean... You look at the Kentucky tourism industry is literally is built around horses and bourbon, but the bourbon trail gets so many visitors from outside the country because, you know, bourbon distribution is is fairly limited when you look at an international market. It's just the big names that go overseas. And so some of these things that we try on the podcast, even you and I, who are super grateful for the opportunities we've had, I do think we kind of take it for granted a little bit that we have such amazing products, you know, getting made fairly close to where we live. And I can't imagine what it's like to live over in Scotland and have all of these incredible distilleries, you know, just within a few miles of you. 
Well, we're just so thankful for Crab Cakes and Bourbon. I mean, they've been a friend for such a long time, and we're just grateful that they would, you know, call in and let us know about theirs. And I'm excited to throw to our next one. You know, we have Perry from This Is My Bourbon podcast. He's actually sending us his voicemail as we speak, so we actually don't know exactly what he's going to say, but we're excited to hear it. Yeah, let's listen in. Hello, Bob and Brad at Film and Whiskey. This is Perry and Curtis from This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Congratulations on having a child. Yeah. It's pretty spectacular bringing another life into this world. Oh, for sure. Congratulations, man. So you guys were asking us about uh, special pours that we save for occasions like this or a moment that we have in mind uh, that, you know, we we shared whiskey with, with somebody else. Uh, Kurt, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go. Go for it. Um, definitely one of mine is... The Wild Turkey Decades Master's Keep. The one that we just split? That we just split. And the reason for that is just, it's one of those bourbons that, you know, you go in, you're into a liquor store, and you just are like, whoa, I just found that. I have it in my hands currently. Yeah, I I found that in 2019. And yeah, he did find that last year, not this year. Yeah, and it was a 20, it's a 2015 release. So that's pretty crazy. The other one is also, I have a wild turkey rare breed that is signed by Jimmy Russell. And it was also, it's very close to my heart just because it was Mother's Day. And so I got to take my mom to, right, this, to the distillery. It was a whole family event. So I haven't cracked it open yet, but that's definitely going to be one that I uh, I get to later on. So I have a couple as well. Uh, one of them is a wild turkey pour. Um, I, I know that special occasions doesn't really fall under the passing away category, but you know, like there is something to be said about celebration of life. And uh, I, I also have a couple of turkey bottles signed by Jimmy Russell and one by his his son Eddie as well. Uh, I have a 101 signed just by Jimmy, and then I have a Russell's Reserve signed by both Jimmy and Eddie. Uh, and my dad and I have an agreement that when uh, when Jimmy passes away, that 101 is going to get broken open and. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go to, go to town on that bottle. Yeah, pour, pour for a legend. Yes, indeed. Uh, I have a, uh, a Blanton straight from the barrel that was dumped on my anniversary, uh, which I have not opened yet. I'm going to be saving that basically for a yearly pour uh, with myself and my wife, I guess, if she wants to have some bourbon with me. Uh, but that's uh, you know something special that I've been looking for for a long time. And then I also like finding... Uh, bottles that or, or or just you know even sample bottles that came out in my birth year 93 uh, and i just recently found a knob creek from 1993 which was actually coincidentally the first time that knob creek was ever bottled which is really cool so i'm excited to crack that open uh this august i think that does it for our call-in for film and whiskey uh big fan of the show you guys keep up doing what you're doing really fun listening to you all every week uh we'll see you very soon but until then i'm perry i'm curtis and this is my bourbon podcast voicemail for film and whiskey cheers guys congratulations bob congrats all right, so we want to say again, thank you so much to the guys at This Is My Bourbon Podcast, uh, and thank you to all of our listeners, everyone who has written in to give well wishes, everyone who's left a voicemail. This is a really fun episode to do. I think everyone has, you know, if it's not a special occasion whiskey, it's a story where whiskey played a big role, and, you know, I think that Drew's story, Crab Cakes and Bourbon, about pulling that whiskey out 
to share with his dad when they told him that they were expecting. That's what it's all about. That's why we do this podcast is it's not because, you know, we just love whiskey and we do, but we love what whiskey brings people together for. It's there for these big moments in life. Yeah, there, there's a lot of different things that can pull human beings together. But whiskey has been one of the, the most important things in our lives for a long time. It's just such a way to celebrate life together. Whether it's celebrating another Friday night and getting through a week of work or celebrating the birth of a child, it's something that draws us together. And I'm just so thankful that we get to share our love of whiskey with you guys. So, Brad, before we go, you know, we've talked about the whiskeys that were like our gateway into the, the world of drinking whiskey. But I'd like to know, Brad, you know, if you had a major life event coming up or a major milestone like I do right now, what would be your special occasion whiskey that you would pull out and, and sip on with, you know, a close friend or with your wife that you would share? Bob, I'm going to shout out somebody that we spent some time with on the podcast a little while ago. Bardstown Bourbon Company has given me one of the greatest experiences I've ever had with whiskey. I mean, their customer service, the way they cared for us while we were there was absolutely stunning. And even beyond that, their Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve is the best bourbon I have ever drank in my life. I still have a half a bottle of it that they gave us, and I am telling you that I'm saving that whiskey for special occasions. That is my special occasion whiskey, and you probably will not get me to move off of it. Yeah, it's really funny you say that, Brad, because I've actually been saving my half of that bottle as well, and I've only, I've only poured any of it in the last six months one time. And that was when one of my very best friends had his own children and they, they had twins. And I sent him a picture of myself drinking the Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve because I was like, this is the bottle that I pull out when people have babies and I'm going to pull it out for myself. That's my special occasion whiskey right now, too. I will say just so that I can share the wealth a little bit that we have also had a couple really phenomenal whiskeys since that Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve, specifically the Chattanooga 111 and this Penelope Barrel Proof, I think both of those are going to be something that I share with others. You know, when they come to see the baby for the first time, we can really share a special moment. But we'd really like to know, Film and Whiskey Nation, what your special occasion whiskey is. If someone was going to come share a moment with you, what would you pull down off the shelf to share with others? Please give us some feedback. You can find us on social media, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Film Whiskey with an E. Or if you want to give us a call and let us know that way, our phone number is 216-800-5923. Once again, that phone number is 216-800-5923. Bob, I'm, I'm going to say something before we get off here. Yeah. I'm so pumped for you, dude. Like, what a beautiful opportunity. You guys are expanding your family and what a blessing it is to have another book running around on this planet. I'm so excited, man. I can't wait. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to come on up and see the little kiddo running around. But until then, well, but I'm also... I, I feel like I need to share with you that, that that kiddo won't be running around right off the bat. I don't know if you if you really? understand how, how it works, but like, yeah, it's going to be at least a year and a half till that's happening. Yeah, I mean, I have zero understanding of hu human anatomy, so... <laughs> I want to say thank you so much to everybody for the support, for the love. Me and my wife both definitely feel it. Uh, so thank you again. And for the Film and Whiskey Podcast, I'm Bob Book. Soon to be a dad. <laughs> I'm Brad G. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs>